0: Ave Maria School of Law is committed to training lawyers to use law appropriately around the moral issues of our time. Visit AveMariaLaw.edu to learn more about integrating your faith with a law degree. O Lord my God, Thou searchest me. My heart and mind are known to Thee. Nothing is hidden from thy eyes When I sit down and when I rise And from afar thou art discerning My thoughts and hopes, my secret yearning Okay, the purpose of this class today is going to be hands-on is I want you to know a little bit about the Bible. Okay. Uh, probably most of your family they have a Bible, probably in Spanish, right? Una Biblia. The Bible. The Bible is uh, is the most important book in the whole world. Okay. Is the Bible is uh, the definition of the Bible is the word of God. So we should all. You should all have your own Bible. Your own Bible, and uh, this might be the best Bible for you to get. It's not that expensive, and uh, the translation is not perfect, but it's pretty good. It's called the New American Bible, and it's a Catholic Bible. You know who reads the Bible? Are the Jewish people? They read the Bible, okay? But their Bible is different than us. Then, the Protestants, or we in California, we say the Christians, okay, they also have a Bible. Okay, but their Bible is different than our Bible, also. So uh, I want to introduce you to the Bible. I want to go through quickly the Bible and to give you a sheet of paper so you can see the books in the Bible. And then I'm going to, going to be somewhat like a game. I'm going to put biblical verses on the board. I've got three helpers here. I want you to learn quickly on how to find biblical passages. Okay? So that will basically be our class. So get to know a little bit about the Bible and then how to, how to use the Bible. Then I hope that all of you will have your own Bibles. Uh, try to get your own Bibles. And if I were you, because uh, I think all of you, almost all of you, are probably bilingual. I think you should have a Bible in Spanish and English, as I do. Okay? Because if you want to talk with your mom and dad, maybe they speak a better Spanish, you should know uh, the Bible passages. Find it in the English Bible as well as the, the Spanish Bible. All right? Okay. So what I'm going to do now, thanks to the help of Renee, I want to give you a, uh, a worksheet to see all the different... Uh, books that we have in the Bible okay? Yeah now the Bible the books in the Bible best way the best best analogy I can give it's like a library okay okay if you go to a library even though a lot of things you you see online though, but you you know what a library is, right? In a library, you have books on geography, and math, and literature, and history, and botany. All these different types of books. Well, the Bible is kind of like that. It's like, it's like a, a library of different books. So in the Catholic Bible, there are actually 73 books all And some of the books are only about two chapters, and some are, lo- are, are longer. Okay. So you see it? Good. Okay, it's it's okay, it's divided now into different literary uh, styles. Okay, try to follow me now. Okay, you see the Pentateuch? You see that word Pentateuch? You see it? You see the Pentateuch right there? Okay, Pentateuch it means five. So the the first 5 books in the Bible are in what's called the Pentateuch. So we go to the very beginning of the Bible, the book of Genesis. In Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers and Deuteronomy. All right. Okay, look next to it. When you go to school, you're you're you probably in your English class, you are probably have studied some poems, right? At least to a limited degree, if you're in 8th or ninth grade, right? Maybe you're not an expert in Shakespeare, (laughs) some of the great poets and writers in our day. uh, But you're going to come across, in high school, some type of poetry. Now, poetry is different than prose in a novel. They're two different literary styles. So in the Bible we have a literary form, it's called called poetry. That would be the Psalms, and the book of Job, and the Proverbs, and Ecclesiastes, and Song of Songs, and Wisdom in Syrac. Those are books that have a certain poetic flair to them. Very beautiful. In that group, my favorite would be the Psalms. The Psalms is basically the prayer book of the Bible. Maybe you heard the Psalm of the Good Shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, there's nothing I shall want, right? So you have literary, mystical poetry in the Bible. If you want to learn how to pray, you'll go to the Psalms and pray one Psalm every night that has that will have you praying half the year, 150 Psalms. Okay. Alright. From there, let's go and go down. You see historical books. You see that? Historical book? Good. Historical books. And a few of those would be Joshua, Judges, Ruth, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, and 2 Kings. And one of the basic themes in that would be the history of the kings of Israel. Okay, The Jewish people, they wanted a king. God did not want them to have a king because he wanted them to be a king. He wanted to be their king, but they insisted to have kings, and they had a lot of problems with kings. So there you have a long list of the historical books. But then you have what is called the prophetic books. Okay, the prophets that 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 preach the word of God. Okay, there are four major prophets, and they would be. It would be Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and Daniel. Why are they the major? Because they simply have more chapters, okay? <laughs> and the most famous would be that of Isaiah. And Isaiah called him the, the Shakespeare of the Bible. Very beautiful passages from Isaiah. So they're the prophetic books. Okay, now, what I've, got, what I've gone through right now Are all the books in the Old Testament. And the number of the books in the Old Testament would be 46. So there are 46 books in the Old Testament. And as I say, some of the books are are long, some of them are short. For example, the book of Genesis got 50 chapters. Isaiah has more than 60. But Jonah, you got about three chapters. You can read that probably in seven minutes. So some of them are long, some of them are short, and other in between the long and the short. Okay? So those are the books of the Old Testament. Old Testament would be up until the coming of Jesus. So Jesus divides. If you ever look at dating, you're going to see when you're when you're dating, you're going to see these two letters, BC. And AD. Okay? BC means before Christ. AD ad domine, that which would be the Latin for from the coming of the Lord. So, world history has been divided into two parts at the birth of Jesus Christ. He's the one that divided history into two different segments. That's how great he was, Jesus Christ. That's how great he was. Okay. So, up to this point, we've, we've been going through the 46 books in the Old Testament. Okay, let's jump into the New Testament. The New Testament the New Testament, speaks about the primary person in the whole Bible, the most important person in the whole world, and that would be Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the greatest person that ever came to this world, and that's why we're here. That's why we're here in confirmation for a couple of years, to get to know Jesus Christ better and better. So if you want to get to know about Jesus Christ, we go to the New Testament. But in the New Testament, the Catechism of the Catholic Church says the very heart of the New Testament would be the Gospels. Okay, some of you probably are familiar with the word Evangelio. That's the way it's said in Spanish. Evangelio. In English we call it gospel. And gospel means good news. Okay, so if a girl's name is Evangelina, that means she's good news, right? <laughs> Her mother might say, it "depends on, it depends on the day," right? No, but the word Evangeline, Evangelina actually means good news. <laughs> it means good news. Okay, the gospels, the gospel are are four. You can try to memorize them. And they are, they are. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Do you think we can memorize that, Renee? Yes. See, I, th- that we want to memorize. Okay, the, the four Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Do you think they can repeat that? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yes. think we can repeat that? You've got a good memory, right? Okay, the four Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Mark Luke, and John. Say it again. Matthew, Matthew Mark, Mark, Luke, and John. John. Say it again. Matthew, Matthew Mark, Luke, Good. John. Good. The fact that you have that memorized today, that's already a huge triumph. The fact that we have the Gospels names memorized, we're on the way to getting to know the Bible better and better. All right. Not that you have to do this, but I think that this is important. Uh, I have purposely memorized the number of chapters in the four Gospels. And I think it's worth doing. Okay, in the Gospel of Matthew, there are 28 chapters. So that's the longest of all the Gospels. In Mark, there's only 16. It's almost half. In Luke, there are 24. And John, there are 21. 21. Did you repeat that? Okay, go ahead. Ah, you weren't paying attention. I saw you. I saw you yawning. You're kind of going uh, uh, <laughs> behind the mask. Okay. I'll say it again, and then maybe, maybe, maybe Renee to have it memorized after two times. What do you think? You have a photographic memory, but it hasn't been developed yet, right? Ah, got that one, huh? <laughs> so, Matthew got 28. Mark, you have 16. Luke you have twenty-four, and John twenty-one. Ah, you don't you don't use your memory at school? Did you leave that outside or what? You should use your memory. We all have a memory, don't we? <laughs> should I say it again, Rita? Okay. Matthew twenty-eight, Mark sixteen, Luke twenty-four, and John twenty-one. They'll memorize it, okay? They'll memorize it before next year when they're confirmed, okay? <laughs> Bishops are probably going to ask you, Father Wilm told you, how many chapters in Matthew? Ah, oh, I remember. So those are the four Gospels and the chapter numbers. Okay, after that you have the Acts of the Apostles. Are we listening to that now in the Mass? Yes. Yes, we're listening to that right, right now in the Mass. All 50 days of this Easter season, we're reading with the Acts of the Apostles, and there are 28 chapters in Acts 2. Then we have the Epistle, which means letters of St. Paul. Look at all those letters that, that one man wrote, his name is St. Paul. Romans, Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, Thessalonians, Timothy, Titus, Philemon, and you have the letter of the Hebrews that say that maybe St. Paul didn't write it, but almost all those letters were written by St. Paul. And then we have what are called the general epistles, sometimes, Renee, they're called the Catholic epistles. Okay? Because they're Catholic means it means uh, universal. Uh, whereas the other ones are directed to specific churches, but Catholic means universal, directed to the whole world, even back then. That would be James, Peter, John, John, and Jude. Then we have the last book of the Bible. It's called the Book of Revelation. Sometimes it's called the Book of the Apocalypse. Okay? Uh, Revelation would be the Latin, Apocalypse would actually be the Greek. Did you know that that's a book that has both past, present, and future? It was written about 2,000 years ago. We're reading it now, and it projects itself itself into the future. Interesting, right? Interesting literature, huh? Written 2,000 years ago. We're reading it now, but it's talking about the future. The future of the world, huh? All right. So, there we have... In a nutshell, I've gone through the whole Bible in about 20 minutes. Okay. So what we're going to do now, this is going to be fun, I hope, is I'm going to I'm going to mention a biblical passage, and with it with my helpers here, you're going to try to find that biblical passage. Okay, the way the way this is going to be done is the following. The way to find the passage is you have a you have you have gonna have a book. You're gonna have a chapter and then you're gonna have a verse. Okay? You have a book? You have a book? A chapter and a verse. A book, a chapter, and a verse. Now the books that I'm going to give you are going to be by means of an abbreviation. I'm not going to give you the whole book because the way, the way <laughs> these passages are cited are usually through a couple of letters. So I'll give you an example. I, will, I like to start to work with the Gospels. What are the Gospels they are? Matthew and Mark. You got it, okay. Oh, we got two. Okay, let's see if we can get all of you together. They are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. What? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. How many chapters in Matthew? Twenty-eight. How many in Mark? Sixteen. Not sixty. Sixteen. How many in Luke? Twenty-four. Twenty-four. How many in John? Twenty-one. Twenty-one. You got it. Okay. So we're getting to know these. Uh, these. These uh, biblical names and even the numbers of the chapters. So how is how is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John abbreviated? Matthew would be abbreviated with M T. Okay, Mark would be abbreviated with M K. Luke would be abbreviated with Lk. <laughs> and John would be abbreviated with J. Jn. There you got it. Now, if you're if you're speaking with your parents, the Spanish would be MC because you've got Marcos, right? And then Luke would be Lucas, LC. LC. So yeah, if you're trying to give this class to your parents tonight, you might have to change languages. Okay? Got that? okay alright so yeah this would be okay this would be the book then we're gonna give you the chapter and then from the chapter we put a colon you probably know what that two points right (laughs) dot dot (laughs) and then we we give you the verse so I've given you your first test study now so what maybe maybe Renee can work with these three here and Rita can maybe work with these three here and Mary can work with these three here and I'll help out on, on this side because it's you're not you're probably not going to do it right away so I, I brought in some biblical scholars from the East <laughs> and they're going to help you out alright so why do we do it this way you're going to find Matthew 5 verse 8 okay Okay. He's, he's in the Old Testament Mary so you might have to help him okay you're going to be going to the end of the book Okay. you're, you're doing pretty well you're, you're in the Old Testament now I'm going to the New Testament which is almost the very end of it remember we have only Oh, there you go, New Testament, and uh, Matthew is the first. Does anyone have it? Are you How are you? Okay, you're still in the Old Testament. Okay, we're in the New Testament. So you're almost at the very end of the Bible, okay? okay. Remember Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You have to go, remember the order. You, you, you said it. You, you learned it. Matthew, okay. You got it already? Wow, quick. Okay, he already has it, Renee. You want to maybe get him to say what that verse is? have okay. it. All right, I'm to read it out loud. Blessed are the clean of heart. Oh, you got half of it. You only said half. it's one of the Beatitudes. See God. Okay, he's got it. You're, you, you all find it? Yeah. So, blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. That's one of the Beatitudes. Good. Okay, so they're learning. Okay, just that uh, you're aware of this is this is it's almost the end of the Bible. Remember, we got the last part of the Bible, New Testament, 27 books. The first 46, so it's going to be the tail end of the Bible. All right, so let's uh, let's move on. You're doing pretty well. Remember, if you can remember this order, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, New Testament, that helps out a lot. And I'll okay, I'll help you. Okay, Matthew's got 28. Mark has 16, Luke has 24, John has 20. Good, you're getting it. So if you know that, it's huge. So you've got the New Testament, you've got the Gospels, you know how many chapters. They can help you to move quickly. Just knowledge. Alright, so we've done the first. Let's go into the second. How about Matthew... Ten, verse ten. Does he have it already, Mary? Uh, you get, you're, you're, you're almost. I think you got it. Got it? Okay, good. Renee, want to help out? Did you have it? Yeah. Yes. Ten, verse ten. Did you have it? Okay, why don't you... They're pretty small letters. Do you have it? Yeah. Okay, not you, What's your name? Denise. Denise, can you read it then? Um, no stats for the junior in or Sandals, or Washington. The labor, Okay, good. Jesus is talking about how we're supposed to be traveling. Traveling light, not to carry too many things. That's going to weigh us down. Well done, Anissa. Well, well done. So let's move on. Okay, we're learning. Let's move on. Still with Matthew. Let's move on with Matthew, chapter fifteen now, and fifteen, fifteen. How are they doing, Mary? Pretty good. Good, Rita. Is he doing pretty well? How did you find that? Great, there. You guys are learning. It's good. Matthew 15, verse 15. Okay. How about one of your your students, Mary? Okay. Did you find it? Some of them might have might have it. Okay. Who's got it? Who wants to volunteer? Oh, there. You might have to help my group because I'm. Okay, good. How about, how about one of my group? Did you find it? Perfect. Okay, why don't you? Why don't you he, he can read it, Renan, okay? She's it. Okay, she's got it. They're the wrestler, Artesia wrestler, okay. Uh, oh, I lost it. I lost it? it. Okay, you got it? Go ahead. Uh, then Peter said to him in reply, explain this parable thoughts. Great. Okay, so what Jesus does, Jesus speaks by means of stories. Okay, these stories are called parables. So Jesus gives the story in parable and Peter says, Hey, you better explain that to me. I don't really understand it. That's good. We have to ask Jesus. Jesus explained the parable to us. Sometimes we don't understand it. Okay, let's move on. Okay, let's move on with Matthew. Let's go on to Matthew. Now, Matthew chapter 20, verse 20. Matthew 20, verse 20. Okay, you got it. Okay, Matthew twenty twenty. Go ahead. Uh, the of his was... Zebedee. Zebedee. Okay, great. Okay, so we have the mother of James and John, Zebedee, who go to Jesus and ask Jesus for a favor. We should go to Jesus and ask for favors too, shouldn't we? <laughs> every every verse is just inspired, no? As she asked for a verse, so we should a, a verse. As she asked for a favor, we should ask Jesus for many blessings too, right? Okay, let's move on. Then after Matthew, I want to jump into the gospel of Mark too. So we're going through Matthew quickly. Let's go to, how about Okay, let's go to the last chapter in Matthew, which was? Matthew 28, okay? <laughs> so Matthew chapter 28, verse so you go to the very, very end of the Gospel of Matthew and then you can have verse 10. Read it there. Does one of your your students have it? They have it? Okay, well what, how, maybe she can read it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh yeah, you're a good reader. Very good reader. So Jesus is gonna tell them to go to the mountain and then he's gonna go up to heaven. That's what we celebrate this Sunday. It's called the Ascension. Jesus says, Go to the top of the mountain, I'll see you there, and he's gonna go up to heaven. All right, so you you've you've read through five verses from the first gospel. How about we move on to the next one? Now look, twenty eight chapters. How many how many in Mark? Sixteen. Oh. 16, it's it's about half. See, this is going to be it's a very very short short gospel. So let's go from Matthew now, we'll go to the Gospel of Mark, and the abbreviation is M K. So let's go to Mark chapter one, verse twenty. Mark 1, verse 20. Does he have it, Mary? That's good. In fact, you're learning this. It's huge. Okay, do you want to read it? Then he called them, so they left their fathers in the boat along with the hired men and followed them. Okay, what you have there is Jesus... He's calling the apostles and he says, Come and follow me. So they leave their boat, they leave their fishing nets, they leave their father, and they become followers of Jesus. And he's going to call them fishers of men, right? Fishers of men. Yeah, They're going to become fishers of men. Great. Yeah, every, every verse is really important. Okay, let's move on to the second. How about Mark? Mark chapter 5, verse 20. Mark 5, verse 20. Mm-hmm. Got it one, Pablo? Have a? Okay, why don't you read it? For those among which soil had the ones who hear the word and accept sufferers and their food, thirty and sixty and a hundred percent. Okay, what he just read, what he just read is one verse, it's from the parable of the sower, Okay. That was just on the radio about a half hour ago on the sower is called a sembrador, okay? the sower. I was just on the radio a couple of minutes ago. Sower is some like a farmer that goes out and throws seed and then it falls on good ground and bad ground. The bad ground it doesn't grow. The good ground it grows up 30, 60, 100 fold. So Jesus speaks through parables which are stories. Okay, let's move on. Okay, Mark... It's still with Mark. Mark chapter chapter seven seven. Seven seven. Mark seven, seven Yeah, one of yours, Mary? Oh yeah, great. Okay, go ahead. do they teaching Okay, so what he's reading is the whole idea of the, the Pharisees. The Pharisees and they were hypocrites. They would say something with their lips, but they wouldn't live it with their lives. That's called a hypocrite. You know you say something, then you do something that's the exact opposite. Hmm? All right, we're moving on. How about let's go to Mark chapter 10, 19. 10:19. 10, 19. Does he have it, Mary? Or how about him? 10:19. Okay, right okay, can you read it? You know the commandments. You shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, adultery you shall not steal, you shall not bear false witness, you shall not defraud upon your father and your mother. Well, you know what that is? It's interesting. In that one verse you have almost all the commandments. Yeah, in that verse, you almost have you have about you have about 7 of the 10 commandments in that one verse. Okay, let's move on. How about, okay, see if you can find, this is a really good one. If you can go to Mark 17, verse 10, a very important verse. Right, Renee? Mark 17, verse 10. I think, Donatia, that's going to be your favorite, oh, right? <laughs> <laughs> you fell into my trap! Ah, you fell into my trap! I said, 17, you're all looking for it! You all fell, even my helpers here fell into my trap. (laughs) You should have said, Father, you don't know how to count well, okay? Come on. (laughs) Okay, there's. Okay. I, I, I've been teaching confirmation for many years, and what I often do, I'll say, I'll give it to my confirmation boys. Whoever can find Mark 1770, 17, I'm going to give you $20. Oh, oh there's no 17. I'm going to give my money to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was sneaky. Is <laughs> that sneaky? Yeah. Okay. I'll backtrack. I'm not going to trick you again with that one. So we go to Mark Okay, sixteen one. Okay? Huh? Okay, sixteen. <laughs> I tricked him, Renee? <laughs> yeah. okay. Who's got it?
1: You have it? Okay, go ahead.
0: Uh, uh, when it I might throw an anointing. Yeah. I mean, put oil on it. Okay, so what you have there is Jesus rose from the dead. We're in the Easter season. And Mary Magdalene goes to the tomb to find the body of Jesus. And the tomb is open. Jesus not there. Okay, so that's Mary Magdalene. Okay, so we're going to move on to the Gospel of Luke. Okay, hopefully you have the, the chapters memorized by now, right? okay so we're going to go to the Gospel of Luke Gospel of Luke I'm running out of okay so Gospel of Luke is going to go just by the way the longest chapter in the New Testament is Luke chapter 1 okay let's see if you can find how many verses in Luke chapter 1 Matthew Mark Luke it's the longest chapter in the whole New Testament a lot of them are 30 verses or 40 do you know can you tell me okay good so in Luke chapter 1 you actually have you have 80 verses that's pretty long most of them are about half that okay well, let's go to Luke chapter let's go to Luke chapter 1 and see if we can find Luke chapter 1, verse 38. It's the beginning of one of the joyful mysteries, right Mary? The Joyful mysteries. yeah. Luke 1, 38. Oh, you guys are really quick now. Do you have it? Okay, go ahead. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Okay, if you had your own Bible, I would tell you to put a star next to that because that's one of the most important verses in the whole Bible. You know why? Because the angel comes to Mary. Are you going to be the mother of God? Mary says yes, and she says, behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done to me according to the word. Then the Holy Spirit overshadows Mary, and Jesus comes down from heaven to earth in Mary's heart. So that's a very important verse. They're all important, but that... That was probably the most important verse or moment in the history of the world. Before Jesus died and rose from the dead. So, if you're memorizing verses, that's the key verse to memorize. Mary's yes. Good. Okay. Now, after that, Mary's going to go in to visit her cousin Elizabeth. So, this is the first joyful mystery. Let's move on to Luke 1 again. Verse 50, Luke 1. You got it? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Beautiful. Okay. You know what that is? Is that Mary goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth, and she greets Elizabeth, and the baby in the womb leaps for joy, and then Mary says a beautiful, beautiful prayer called the Magnificat. So that's from the beautiful prayer that comes from the heart of Mary. Okay, now, just so you're aware, the chapter now, the chapter now, if someone ever asks you, where's Christmas in the Bible? Luke chapter 2. Got that? If you want to find Christmas in the Bible, Luke chapter 2. So let's go to Luke chapter 2. And yeah, let's go to one of those verses. This, one of those verses. We'll go to Luke chapter two, verse ten. That whole chapter. At least the first, the beginning of the chapter speaks about the birth of Jesus. Does he have it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want to read it? Go ahead. The angel said to them, "Do not be afraid, for behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people." Great! You know what that is. You have, the, you have the shepherds out in the field. They're tending their flocks and these angels come at night and they say glory to God in the highest and to peace to people of good will. Don't, don't be afraid because today is born Jesus Christ. So don't be afraid. This is the good news. So that would be the verse of the angels appearing in the sky announcing that Jesus was born. And the shepherds will get up and they're going to find Jesus in the arms of Mary in the stable of Bethlehem. Okay? That's Luke chapter 2. Let's go then. Okay, let's go now from the joyful mysteries. Okay, right now, I'm going to, it's going to be a little bit different. You're going to see in bold print, I want you to tell me the three major topics in Luke chapter 15. Say so Luke chapter 15. You're going to have three parables. See if you can look in, in bold print, which means in the black, right? The bold print is the black. What are the three major topics in Luke chapter 15? Jesus teaches three messages called parables. Okay, he's got it? Mary, okay. Go ahead. The parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost sheep, and the parable of the lost son. Okay, perfect. So see, what I've taught you now is not only do you have verses, but you have you have biblical topics. Okay, could you read could you read that again? Go through that again. The parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the lost son. Okay, now uh, can you tell me, okay, what are the verses of the parable of the lost son? From where to where? From 11 to 17. Okay, from 11 to what? Is that the, the, the parable of the parable? I think it's a little bit, a little bit longer, no? 30, what, 31 to what? From 11 okay, okay, 11 to 32. Okay, here's another key. Just you were here's Mary saying yes. Okay, this, when I was going to school and I was in 7th or 8th grade, when you we read this as classical literature. And I went to a public junior high school. This is called, it's called the parable of the prodigal son, which is the most the most famous parable story in the world. So there you have it right there. So someone asks you, where is that famous story about the father who had the son and he went away and he wasted his money on bad living? There you have it, Luke chapter 15. When, the, when he comes back, the father, he forgives him. He gives him a hug. He gives him a hit kiss. He gives him a ring. He kills a fatted calf. He gives him sandals. You know what that is? That's like when we go to confession. Right, Rita? We go to confession. God is happy to see us. He's going to give us a hug. He's going to give us a kiss. He's going to give us new sandals. He's going to give us a ring. And all this happens within our soul. And that means a lot of joy. And after that, there's a fiesta. (laughs) La fiesta, the party, right? The mass, yeah. You go from confession to mass. And we're on the highway to heaven, aren't we? Yeah. Okay, so then let's go to the latter part of Luke. Let's go to Luke chapter 24, verse... 15, Luke chapter 24, verse 15. Mary, did he find it? Luke chapter 24. Hey. Oh, you got a quick group? Oh, they're all quick. They're all doing well, yeah? Who's going to read? You want to read? Okay. Go ahead. And it happened that while they were conversing, and the lady, Jesus and Dr. near and walked with them. Okay. So this is disciples on the road to Emmaus. Jesus rose from the dead. Two men are walking away from the church. They're really sad and depressed. Jesus comes and walks with them, and he takes away their sadness and gives them a lot of joy. So when we walk with Jesus, we're joyful. Yeah. We walk with Jesus, we have a lot of joy. When we don't walk with Jesus, we're kind of sad. So Jesus is the source of our joy, right? True. Okay, we've arrived now. We've arrived now at the last gospel. We've arrived at the gospel of St. John. Let's go to the gospel of St. John. How many many chapters? (laughs) You got it, okay. So John, we've got the 21 chapters. Let's go to John chapter 1. Verse 1, 1-1. One, one, the very first verse. John 1-1. One, one. Do one Bible? Go ahead. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God, and the word the was God. Great. Okay, that's called the prologue. Okay, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That's called the prologue. Alright, let's move from John chapter... Okay, I'm going to jump to... One of my favorite chapters is called John chapter six. Okay, what I want you to do is in John chapter six, tell me how many verses and what are the major topics. Okay? How many verses and what are the major topics? Okay? It's I think it's the second longest after Luke chapter one. How many how many verses altogether? Seventy one. So we got seventy one verses. That's a lot. Okay, 71. All right. In that, you're going to have two miracles, and Jesus is going to give a great preaching, right? Okay, what's the first thing that happens in bold print? Okay, what's the first thing that happens? It's the. Okay, so Jesus, there's a lot of people out there, they don't have enough to eat. So Jesus takes the bread and the fish, and he multiplies it, and you have all these thousands of people. They're eating from a few loaves and fishes. Great miracle, huh? How about the following one? Is there a following verse? What's that? Okay, so the next one is there's miracles. Jesus has miracles. First he multiplies the loaves and the fish. And then they see Jesus walking on the water. Can you imagine that, seeing someone walk in water? When I was about your age, I learned how to do water skiing, okay? But well, that's not the same thing, is it? <laughs> walking underwater. Imagine Jesus walking underwater. Wow. They were really impressed. Because why did you do a miracle to prove that he was not just a man, but he was God, the Son of God made man? All right. Then after that, then after that, Jesus gives a very important topic. He gives a very important sermon. And what is that? What's that, what's that sermon that Jesus is going to give? Who's got? What? Okay, the bread of life discourse. You know what he's going to say is this I am the bread of life. Whoever eats my body and drinks my blood will have everlasting life, and I'll raise him up on the last day. You know what it means? We go to Mass, we go to communion, and we see Jesus, we keep doing that until we die, we're going to go to heaven. That's what it means. Go to Mass, receive communion with the love. You do that during the rest of your life. When you die, you're going to go to heaven. That's important, isn't it? Very, very important topic. Okay, so let's do a couple more. Okay, the third, I want you to go to, this is the fourth Sunday of Easter, John chapter 10. What is the topic in John chapter 10? The good shepherd. Okay, who who is the who is the enemy of the shepherd? I, I'm, I've always been a city boy, but I know a little bit about the field. Who would be the enemy of a shepherd? The wolf. the wolf. Exactly. You know, the wolf comes, maybe you don't know this, but a sheep is a very dumb animal. Okay, He's dumb. He doesn't have very much of a memory, doesn't have claws, whereas a wolf... Is a wolf an intelligent animal? Very intelligent, very fast, got sharp teeth, got claws. And Jesus says that we're the sheep of his flock. (laughs) And the wolf, that's the devil. Yeah, The devil, the devil, he's pretty sharp. So if we don't stay close to Jesus, the good shepherd, that devil can can tempt us and he can go after us. So we have to stay close to Jesus, the good shepherd. Amen? Okay, a couple more. Let's go now from John ten. Let's go to John John chapter uh, John chapter eleven. What is the topic in John chapter eleven? It's the uh, Oh actually uh, Okay, you think you're selling ten, aren't you? Yeah, the of the Lazarus. Okay, Lazarus. Okay, so we have a friend of Jesus that died and then he was buried for, died, buried for four days and Jesus goes to the tomb like a cave. He tells them to push the stone away. He says, come out and this guy who was dead for four days came out of the tomb. That was the greatest miracle of Jesus before he rose from the dead. And that's all in John chapter 11. Okay, let's go now to John chapter 11. 21 John 21 and can you tell me the 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 basic topics in John chapter 21? Because that's the end of the four of the four gospels. What are the basic topics in bold print in John chapter twenty-one? Okay? Okay, what else? Okay, anything more? Okay, good. Oh, okay, so what we're going to do now is we've, we've gone very quickly through the four Gospels. I would like to pray with them the Psalm of the Good Shepherd. What do you think? So we're going to end by praying the most famous Psalm in the whole Bible. It's called the Psalm of the Good Shepherd. So it's going to be almost right in the middle of the Bible. You got the Psalms. There are tr- there are 150 Psalms. So go to Psalm 23. Psalm 23, and we're going to pray that Psalm together as a closing prayer. So almost, it's almost in the very middle of the Bible. Okay, almost the very middle of the Bible. On page 559 ok so 559 five, in your bible this is the psalm of the good shepherd ok the psalm of the good shepherd you all have it finding it little by little this will be our closing prayer and when you have quinceañeras and funerals and weddings this is the most famous psalm that the people like to pray in their weddings as well as their quinceañeras mm-hmm. ok you have it so now we're gonna we're all gonna pray this together. They all have it? Okay, Psalm twenty-three. You have it too, Renee? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you got it, Rita? Yes. Okay, so we can all say it together. This will be our closing prayer. In the name of the Father, five, five, the Son. Nine, right? Does he have five, it? Okay. F- five, 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 nine. Nine. five, five, nine. Okay, that's let's,
1: let's see.
0: Five, five, nine. I think maybe it's a different Bible. Five, eight, nine. Five, five, eight, eight. eight. Five. There are a different book. Okay. Well, let's let's go for it. And then, got it? Got it? In name of the Father, the Son, Holy Spirit. We're going to close by saying the Psalm of the Good Shepherd together. The Lord is my shepherd; there is nothing I lack. In green pastures you let me graze; to safe waters you lead me. You restore my strength. You guide me along the right path for the sake of your name. Even when I walk through a dark valley, I fear no harm, for you are at my side. Your rod and staff give me courage. You set a table before me as my enemies watch. Turn the page. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Only goodness and love will pursue me all the days of my life. I will dwell in the house of the Lord. For years to come. Amen. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now at the hour of our death. The Lord be with you. you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. We learned a lot about the Bible today, didn't we? We learned a lot about the Bible. In one hour, you guys know how to use the Bible now. Even the number of the chapters, right? <laughs> okay. You take your papers with you and... Yeah, that's right. Get the Bible start to read the Bible.